Joe Borelli. Joseph, good morning, bud. How are you? Sid, it, it, first of all, I've heard the exalted language that you used to describe your wife's charm and beauty on this radio program, but it was nice to finally uh, confirm for the audience uh, everything you say about her in oh, person thank you. Thank you. Uh, in a nice conversation. She was absolutely charming, and I hope she enjoyed uh, the, the evening out on Staten Island. She did. That's very nice of you to say, Joe. Thank you very much. She did, and she enjoyed talking to you, and why wouldn't she? You're a terrific guy. So let me start with this, and I mean that, before we get to the, the stories at hand, because we're going to talk about Eric Adams. We're going to talk about these budget cuts. We're going to talk about the investigation Right now is not exactly a great time for Eric. So can I get you right now, and I mean right now, Joe Borelli, to endorse Curtis Sliwa in the next mayoral election? Oh, I won't endorse anyone yet. I'll I'll tell you why. He had a problem with what I was saying about how we shouldn't hope Eric Adams goes down uh, because it would trigger 90 days of Jumani Williams and then a nonpartisan special election to fill the seat. A nonpartisan ranked choice election would almost guarantee that a progressive wins the race. So in other words, if someone comes out and supports uh, Jessica Ramos, their number two choice is going to be Brad Lander. There's no scenario where their number two choice is going to be Curtis Lewa. So to to me, it's like it's not really a serious attempt at mayor if you don't want to be the Republican in a general election where you are the, the binary choice. It is either you uh, in this case, Curtis, against someone who you're going to make the case out as saying uh, a bad mayor. Let me ask you this. So, look, 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 yeah. you guys have had your back and forth, clearly. Uh, I don't think either one of you dislikes the other one. In fact, I think it's a complete opposite. I know you guys, in fact, broke bread at one of these rallies keeping the illegals out. I think you both actually do like each other. But certainly in public, you seem to have this ongoing back and forth. The one thing about Curtis, I'm going to tell you this, Joe, is that he's been right a lot more than he's been wrong. And you have to admit that he really has devoted his life, 40-plus years, to defending New Yorkers on a physical and emotional level. So regardless of whether you think he's a legitimate candidate, whether you think he can win, do you think he'd be good for that job? Yeah, I mean, I, I think he would. That's why, uh, you know, going back to the fight we had uh, about two years ago almost, uh, I did everything I could to try to get him uh, become the mayor of the city of New York. I even read all the text messages uh, between he and I, and I sent them to you over the air uh, about how many times. But I, was, I asked a mutual friend of ours, who I won't mention his name, but he's also affiliated with WABC. I said, sir, w- why is Curtis mad at me now? And apparently he, he reached out to my office uh, to ask if I received some sort of a, of a letter from D.A. Bragg about the investigation in Eric Ulrich. And I said, well, did he call my office? And they said, no, no, I think he sent some intern or something, some journalist to ask, and you guys never followed up. This is a guy who has my cell phone number. If he wants to know whether I'm involved in, in the investigation of Eric Ulrich, he could just text me and ask me. But instead, I, I think he wasn't really trying to find the answer out of concern mm. for me. I think he was trying to find the answer just so he can go out and rant and, and rave about me. So, <laughs> That's probably true. So, I mean, it's probably true, right? <laughs> but this is someone who then wants bad for me, right? This is someone who's, who's no, really against doesn't, me. No, so, he on. doesn't want bad for you. But, and, and this whole investigation into Eric Ulrich, I'll go on record and say it, is nonsense. A bunch of nonsense. Everything I've read, none of it is true. None of it. But that's a whole other story. Let's get back to uh, what's going on with the with the mayor. Let's start with the investigation. A bunch of FBI raids. It wasn't just Suggs residents in Brooklyn. It's been more than that. Uh, also taking the mayor's cell phone. So you tell me, Joe Borelli, you're a smart guy. You're inside on these things. 
How bad can this get, and do you think it will get bad for the mayor? Well, it certainly could get bad. I mean, I have to start with the caveat. I don't know what the guy does uh, in his personal life. I don't know who he takes money from or doesn't take money from, things like that. But, but I can tell you this. We've seen just now with the January 6th videos, right, we've seen the, the well-worded report that Joe Biden got from the FBI about classified documents while Trump is facing 400 years. We've seen Hillary Clinton, the bleach bit, the, the, the slamming the cell phones, the, the Hunter Biden. If anyone thinks the FBI is still an apolitical, nonpartisan actor, I have a bridge to sell them. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so to me, when this investigation came up, it always struck me as odd that suddenly the FBI – because this, this didn't come out of the Ulrich investigation, by the way. This is separate. So it always struck me as odd that suddenly the FBI was interested in Eric Adams the minute he changed his tune on migrants. To me, it always smelled fishy, and these were things that supposedly happened two years ago. And why it smells even more fishy to me, for four years, I chaired the committee that oversaw the fire department. This unit, the Bureau of Fire Prevention that would do these inspections of, of fire alarm systems, smoke alarm systems, etc., was the worst managed entity in the city of New York. As chairman, I met with uh, you know, contractors who do electrical uh, systems, who do the alarm systems, trade associations, real estate developers, everyone saying the same thing. We can't get the most basic inspections done from this unit. So I'm very cognizant, and I would, I would testify, and I, maybe I am this star witness uh, for the defense someday, but every single politician that I know of was reaching out to either me, to the commissioner, to someone to try to get people in their district to just get permits expedited. Hmm. Look, you're a restaurant. I told this to Rosanna Scott the other day. You're a restaurant owner. You close your restaurant for a week. You put a new exhaust system in, a new range hood. You get your first inspection by the FDNY. They say, hey, by the way, you got to do X, Y, and Z. You make the changes. You call for a reinspection. They tell you, okay, we'll come back in nine weeks. Like, that's just total BS. Same thing with, with schools that were scheduled to open. So to me, it always seemed fishy when, when he is alleged to be doing something that I myself have done dozens of times. And if anyone doesn't think the department would prioritize a building when the head of state of a foreign country is coming to cut a ribbon, I have another bridge to sell them. So to me, it, it just adds up to fishiness. And again, the caveat, I don't know what the guy does in his spare time. He, he could be running you know, a Coke empire for all I know. <laughs> I just think that this particular line of yeah. questioning and yeah. investigation is very, very odd. Well, just so you know, two fervent Republicans, Donald Trump and Rudy Giuliani, agree with you that Eric right. Adams seems to be a target of the FBI. And, and our mutual friend, who I love dearly, I must say this, Anthony Caron sends his best to you. He just texted me. But but I want to ask you, though, about Erdogan, because I have been to the Gracie Mansion, Gracie Mansion, I should say, during um, Jewish Heritage Week. And I like Eric. You know, we've dined together. I said this on Fox News, on Jesse Waters' show, just on Friday night. I like the guy. And I've been to Gracie Mansion, Jewish Heritage Week, and he made this really impassioned speech about how he intends to try to stop anti-Semitism. And a lot of his friends and Jewish, people who work around him, my dear friend Manish uh, Shapiro, he's a Jewish guy. But how do you explain how do you explain having any relationship, if you appreciate the Jews, with a guy like Erdogan, who has asked for Israel to be destroyed, who hates the Jews, raise a Turkish flag, and then there's even, I don't know, I guess, uh, rumors that this Turkish construction company in Brooklyn is where the mayor got the money from. How could you do both? I don't understand. Explain that to me. No, look, a straw donor scheme is unfortunately commonplace, and we've seen prosecutions of it. 
Uh, and that's going to have to play out. That, that's a real investigation. Does it go up to Eric Adams? I don't know. As far as Erdogan, look, I've gotten two trips to Turkey. But from, in my uh, case, I was actually sponsored by the opposition group. I'm not even allowed to, Tur- to be in Turkey anymore. I got kicked out of the country. Uh, I visited a Turkish prison, Salivri prison, to see how the Erdogan regime was jailing journalists who had the gumption to just report that maybe everything's not what it seems with, with, with the president and then his son. So I have no sympathy for for Erdogan. That said, I mean, you know, a lot of times you're in politics, you get asked to do stupid things. You don't really learn the whole history of the country. Again, with Erdogan, it's pretty public. It's pretty out there. uh, It's pretty open, uh, the the, the anti-Semitism. It's it's more of a problem for those people who have to worry about the world stage because as we see now with the invasion of Gaza – uh, it is one of the, the major tripwires that could trigger a regional, if not global, conflict if Erdogan decides to enter the, the, the fray. I don't think he will. Uh, I think he knows that, that he, he can operate in that gray area very, very bravely, but he knows there are red lines that he cannot cross, and he has not crossed them in terms of the geopolitical world. He's always crossed them when it, terms to, when it comes to oppressing the minority uh, uh, political parties in his country, but never on the global stage. This is Joe Borelli. He's the Republican leader for the New York City Council, and uh, thank God he is. He's terrific. Got about uh, four more minutes to go. Let's stick with the mayor. He announced, of course, uh, these 5% budget cuts, everything getting slashed, cops, fire, education, don't like that one, sanitation. There's already a rat issue. It's going to get worse. As I said on Fox News on Friday night, I, I believe there are three different uh, elements of crime in the city. Your everyday criminals, Joe, those are the guys that are still pushing people in front of subways, still hurting people on the street. Then, of course, you've got your illegals. And if you don't think some of them are committing illegal acts, you're somewhere between naive and stupid. Then you've got the real possibility of terrorists, which I believe are here, and it's just a matter of time. Three groups of people already committing and potentially committing a lot more crimes. This city needs 45,000 cops, let alone 28,000. 